Welcome to another episode of Square State Sandlot Podcast. On this episode, we talk about the Raiders dropping to 1-4 after their loss to the Kansas City Chiefs going into the bye week, the Devontae Adams situation, Darren Waller, McDaniels as a head coach, the Steelers and their loss against the Buffalo Bills, Najee Harris, Kenny Pickett, Matt Canada. We talk about the MLB playoffs and the Pittsburgh Penguins kicking off their season. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back. I'm your host, Bill Montoya. Co-host Kyle Gilmore is joining me. We've got a lot to talk about, and I know I am super fired up for this episode to, to talk about my Raiders, but before we get to the the meat and potatoes there, we're going to just put a, a quick note in there, and I'm sure some of you will have noticed that um, in our stories on Facebook and Instagram, we are now adding a place where you can ask questions directly through there. Uh, they come through there, and they are, an, well, I guess if we repost them, they're anonymous. It does tell us who, who they're from, um, so you can, you can ask your question there. We can shout your name out if you would like. Uh, if you don't want us to, to put your name in there, we, we don't have to put that in there. So, uh, But we will be reading a couple of those questions, and then if you guys do want to add any questions that you may have, questions, comments, feedback, um, during the live stream, you can put those in the chat, and we should see them pop in live, and we'll just get to them when we get to that section of the uh, follower questions. So um, with that being said, Kyle, anything you wanted to add before we get we jump into it? Uh, just, I mean, if you have any questions, please, please get them in. Um, we, we all obviously have our opinions and we can talk all day about them, but I'd love to, uh, to dive into some, some other content, I guess. Uh, I mean, challenge us, throw something wild at us. I don't care. Yeah. And I am putting the link in right now on our Facebook page for the, for the live stream. So that should be popping up here any second now. So if you do click that link, it will bring you right into the lobby with us, and um, that will allow you. You won't join the bro broadcast immediately. We'll have to bring you in, but if you just bear with us, we'll we'll get you in as quick as we can. You can go ahead and ask that question. So um, with that being said, <laughs> got some things to talk about with my Raiders, and obviously they're, they're not all great. Um, Raiders are going 1-4 into the bye, which is not at all where I expect them to be. Um, Kyle, I know even you were a lot more optimistic than one and four going into the bye. Um, yes, so very. I, I don't think it's, looking back, I don't think it's a huge surprise, and I probably should have been a little more pessimistic going into it because of the new coach, new system, all that stuff. There's There's always that transition period where, you know, they're working out the kinks and all that. And that has come to fruition for sure, especially in the red zone. Um, offense has not been as good as I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be a top five unit because of all the weapons we have. But uh, I'll get into some of the reasons why that may not be. But I, I did want to just break down the, the Chiefs game a little bit. And we we obviously lost 30-29 to 29 to the Chiefs in Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, that's typically been a really tough game for us to win. Uh, especially in the Patrick Mahomes era. Um, I think Derek Carr is now 1-8 against the Chiefs in Arrowhead, so it's it's kind of been his kryptonite, so to speak. Um, what did you see in the game, Kyle? And then I'll, I'll kind of give you my breakdown of, 
of what I'm thinking. Um, well, let's start with as far as being optimistic about where you'd be at this point. I, I don't think you should have been more pessimistic. I mean, there's two of those games for sure, including this one. Um, you guys should have won. Yeah. Um, I mean, you might even argue. We, we you could maybe even argue right three. <laughs> right, right. Um, and that sucks, but... So, so I don't think you're out of line. I don't think anybody was for having high high uh, expectations, especially with um, adding Devontae Adams. But uh, as far as the game itself, oh, man, I feel for the team because it's it's tough going toe-to-toe with the Chiefs anyways. It is. Um, they are a good team. Obviously, they can put up points. Um, I felt like your team played pretty well. And honestly, this was a coach's mistake i mean i don't think there were players really that didn't show up or um let the team down i think a lot of this is just some i mean i know we're going to talk about them but just some really scratching your head moments on some of these calls and also just some decision making um i still can't wrap my mind around the way this game ended yeah um I don't know. My heart breaks for him because you guys needed a bounce back game. Well, and, the uh, and I didn't expect is, it to be the chiefs. Right. And going into it, when we were doing our picks, this was the one game that I had them losing prior to the bye week. So I thought they were going to be, you know, four and four and <laughs> oh coming to this game and yeah. drop one of the chiefs. Obviously they put themselves in, in the situation where they could be four and oh going into this game very easily, but a uh, few coaching decisions and things just that didn't go our way, and that's frustrating. Yeah. Um, but in this game, there there were some uh, things that I guess you can look forward to the rest of the season, and that is Chandler Jones finally got cooking. He was just inches away from two sacks. Yeah. He had he had quite a few pressures, uh, had a couple of tackles for Losh. Actually, I think one of them got – they gained one yard. So he hit him in the backfield, but he fell forward. So – Big game from from Chandler Jones, and that's great because he's been missing in action all season. Uh, that's not what you want to see from someone you just handed uh, a three year, fifty one million dollars. Especially contract. not somebody on a line with Crosby. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you have got to perform. That's yeah, crazy. Crosby. I think he has six sacks now or five. I can't remember. Um, he's up there with the top. Yeah, I mean they're double teaming him, and he's still getting home. So that's that's encouraging to see. We still have no push up the middle, but. If, if Chandler Jones can get going on the other edge, that's going to create some havoc and, and put us in good situations. And we're going into a stretch in the schedule. After, coming out of this bye, we face, uh, we face the Texans right away. We also face the Jaguars, um, Broncos. So there's a lot of teams that, that we can beat. Um, and quite honestly, this would be the stretch of the schedule where if they drop two games, I mean, you may as well – put a fork in the season because it's done yeah but i think there's every yeah i I think there's every chance that they go you know five and six if they keep playing how they did against the chiefs um they went out to that 17 nothing lead against the chiefs which i think everyone kind of took everyone by surprise uh, just because they were actually stopping the chiefs patrick graham looked like he had a great plan on the defense uh max and uh, chandler were getting home so that obviously led to that early lead, but one of the questionable decisions I, I had, and there's been plenty of talk about McDaniels going for two right at the end when they had the chance to tie it up and make it 30-30. Uh, 
Uh, he kind of defended his decision just by saying, look, we knew we had momentum going by, by getting that touchdown. Josh was running the ball really well. The guys were blocking for him up front great. Uh, so we wanted to take that chance, and obviously there were still four minutes and 37 seconds left, so that's not typically a, a decision you see made with that much time on the clock. Yeah. But he said if we take the lead, that's going to give them more urgency to get down the field and, and try to at least tie it up or, or, sorry, kick the field goal to take the lead or obviously score a touchdown. So he felt that, that was going to give them a, a better opportunity to get the ball back where he said if they kick the extra point and tie it, that gives the Chiefs no urgency. Uh, they're just going to try to get in field goal range, eat up all the clock, and kick the field goal to end the game. So my only argument to that is we've already seen their kickers struggle. Uh, it was not their, it was not Harrison Butker. It was their backup kicker, and right. he missed he missed one field goal that got negated, and I think he missed another one. Um, so that's my only argument to that is, well, there's a good chance he misses it if they don't get – super close um and well and my my other problem is it's a division game it's the chiefs and the the chiefs are i mean patrick mahomes is is he's on that same list as like tom brady if you give him a minute i mean 13 seconds last year if you give him a short window i don't know what it is about those teams but you give them a short amount of time and it's like i don't know everything clicks they they do so much better in those situations i'd rather give them time well, and our defense is gassed, so it's it's tough to you know fault him. And like you said, I can see his reasoning. I'm not going to agree with his reasoning, but yeah. a, a place where I thought he should have been more aggressive earlier in the game is when we had that 14 to nothing lead. It was fourth and one on the I want to say it was like the 40 yard line of the Chiefs. Instead of running Carlson out there to kick the field goal to take the 17 nothing lead. Um, I feel like, I mean, we did blow a 20-point lead in the, the Cardinals game, but if you can get a 21-point lead in an NFL game... That's a safer moment to go yeah, for Yeah, it's it. pretty safe. So I feel like that situation where you already have a two-touchdown lead, three points isn't going to get you much. Uh, it does make it yeah. a three-possession ga- three game, but, I mean, there was still a quarter or two-and-a-half quarters left at that point in the game. Plus, if you get that first down, you eat up more of that clock. I don't think the Chiefs have enough time at the end of the half to kick that field goal. And that was another backbreaker is we go down, kick the yeah. field goal, and then give up a, another give up another field goal right before the half. Then they score a touchdown coming out of the half. That's a 10-point swing right there. So it's tough to give those yeah. up. But um, the other thing that was trending from this game is uh, Devontae Adams after the game – uh, at the very end, they go for it on fourth and one rather than running the ball up the middle like they did on that fourth or on the two point conversion. Uh, put the ball in Josh Jacobs' hand. I understand you you don't have that much time left, but I feel like that's a much safer play than what they did. Instead, they try to dip into the cookie jar one more time. They had that fourth and one play that they got a touchdown, fifty eight yarder to Devontae Adams yeah. earlier in the first or early in the first half. Um, they tried that again, essentially Renfro didn't get a clean release. So he kind of took his route too deep and, and ended up running into Devonte Adams. They run into each other. That pretty much ends the game. So Devonte Adams is very frustrated. I think the other part of that frustration comes from, you know, going from a team that wins 13 games a year to now he's on a team that's one and four. But anyway, as he's exiting the field, a, 
photographer runs right in front of him and as he crosses his path Devonte adams pushes him and he falls to his back i thought this was a bad look for Devonte, especially upon first seeing it that first angle when it's kind of yeah. off to the side and and well back it looked really bad i mean it looked like Devonte saw him coming and just decided to blow him up but that wasn't the case there was a a second angle that was directly behind Devontae Adams he's looking down when the guy comes across his path and he looks up right at the last second and that's when he extends his arm and pushes the guy down Um, so I think it was more of a reaction than something he was doing maliciously but still not a good look I mean you can't push that guy if if he bumps into you or something then that's you know incidental where he extended his arms and pushes him down and doesn't even look like he cares if he fell. That's uh, not a good look for him. So I don't I don't want to say I don't fault him because, like I said, you can't put your hands on someone, especially if they're not an opponent yeah. inside the, the, the grid lines. But I also don't want to see him get suspended because I feel like this was 100% on the cameraman for running in front of him. Like if he wasn't well, if he wasn't there where he's not supposed to be, the situation doesn't happen at all. So it's also on security too because they do have protocols for sideline and tunnel exits and entrances. Um, that whole area should have been cleared. There should not have had access to be able to get up to him like that. Um, yep. So I mean, if you're gonna go after Devonte, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's I'm with you. I think it was a reaction. Was it a bad look? Sure. Should it have happened? Probably not. But if you're going to go after Devonte, then you have to go after be at the stadium security or whoever was in charge of, I guess, you know, hand, handling that area of the um, the exit ramp. But it, it also got played up big time when it oh, first sure. when it first hit. That's the other thing I hate too is as soon as somebody you know social media all these things. Um, you know, they kind of sell you what they want you to see, and it yeah. looked bad. I was yeah. like, he's done. Oh, I was pissed. I was, like, he, I was he's pissed done this year. And then right. until I saw that second angle, and that's that's where I think we yeah. need to take a minute to let everything process. Yeah. Just like these guys should be allowed that – I think they should be allowed more than the 10 minutes or whatever they are given before they're unleashed, they unleash the reporters on them. Um, to allow well, them and I've, I've, always, I've always had a thing with – and I get that they want the stories, but I don't really care. I don't think the losers should have to. These are human beings. I don't think the losers should have to interview. You can interview them the next day. Yep. There should be no post game interview for the losers, especially the really big games. I don't know how. I don't know where I got cut off, but um, just if they're going to go after Devonte, then it it definitely they need to go after the the security. And then like they just blew the story up way bigger than it needed to be. The initial videos made it look like, I mean, it was this malicious, horrible act. Um, and then as it all pieces together, you realize that it's, you know, this moment. Um, I don't know. I just, it sucks it happened because it's it, it does have a bad look. But do I think that he should be fined or, you know, suspended? No, I don't. Yeah. Well, and the sad thing is it did, it did turn into a criminal case. I mean, he filed yeah. a an assault charge against Devonte adams so oh, he was he was blowing up social media about don't post the video because um you know i i'm having i'm tra- i'm traumatized by it and yeah. uh i mean it's turning into a big thing and man i just i think it's getting blown out of proportion 
for sure. And then a couple other notes from this game. Um, Darren Waller. Uh, he may as well be on the other side of that milk carton where we were looking for uh, Chandler Jones. <laughs> I mean, it seems like ever since Darren Waller got paid, he hasn't been there. I mean, he's been missing practices. He's been no. missing on the field, uh, constantly hurt. And I hate to attribute anything like that to to him getting paid, but I mean... <laughs> As soon as he did get paid, he's, he hasn't been producing. He well, he it's not even that there. he got paid. It's when you're one of these tight ends that are in the wide receiver or uh, wide receiver conversation, as far as money and com. It's like Kyle dropped off again. So, anyway, I just wanted to note that Darren Waller is getting dangerously close to losing support of of Raider Nation. I've already seen quite a few comments on there that I, I don't agree with. I mean, you better I, sh- I, I think he's just in a bad situation where if he doesn't start producing, it's going to be tough to keep him on the field, um, and and fans are not going to support him. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. What have you done for me lately? And it seems like since he got paid, he hasn't been producing, so... Uh, I do have a question from the followers uh, related to my Raiders, and this was uh, this was from a couple days ago, but it was right after the loss. And the question is, uh, did the Raiders make a mistake by hiring Josh McDaniels? And I, th- I think it's still way too early to call on this. I do think he is struggling. Uh, he was 6-0 and to start his Denver career, and then coming back from the bye – I think he had like a 6-27 and 27 record or something along those lines. And that has continued, obviously. Now he's a coach with the Raiders. He's 1-4. So we're hoping that uh, after the bye, things kind of get settled down. Hopefully with the extra time to, to practice and all that, we can get things squared away. I really think they need to make an addition along the offensive line. I know there's still guys out there that can make an impact, but Alex Bars. He is a journeyman, and he's starting. They keep moving him right guard, left guard. I mean, he's not good. He's not protecting Derek Carr up the middle, and that's one thing that Derek Carr needs is if he doesn't have a clean pocket, he's not going to make a single pass. So they need to have someone along that interior line that can protect him from getting that instant pressure right up the middle, and Alex Bars is not getting that done. Simpson also was not getting it done. That's why he got benched, so... Um, I think it's way too early to, to say it's it's either a good hire or a bad hire. Ultimately, I, I think they still have a winning record at the end of the season. I know it doesn't look good right now. Um, I think they're going to have a better record than the Broncos. Could have a better record than the Chargers in the division based on all the injuries they have. And they always seem to blow the preseason hype. And Brandon Staley, speaking of questionable decisions, he <laughs> the Chargers absolutely should have lost that game against the cleveland browns i don't know how they didn't i mean they should have tied neither team wanted to win that game it was (laughs) horrible to watch it was awful but anyway i i think obviously looking at it right now it looks like they they probably made a bad decision in hiring josh mcdaniels but ultimately he doesn't have his guys um yeah Ziegler was only given, you know, so much time to get in there and, and change up the roster to how they wanted to. They're only one half of a draft into a, into their philosophy. 
when they traded away or when they traded for Devontae Adams, they gave up their first and second round pick from this year's draft. So really they only drafted, I think, third, fourth, fifth, and seventh were the picks that they had left. So only had four or five draft picks, and obviously that's not going to be a, a good solution to bringing all your guys in that you want on the team. You're kind of dealing with the holdovers from last year um, and trying to add in the offseason and things like that. So I think they will make some moves in this bye week. Uh, they're going to address some of the question marks, hopefully. And and I think you'll see a much better team coming out for the, the second half of their season after the bye. So, um, yeah, I think that's the only question I had related to the Raiders. So... Let's talk about your Steelers. Do I have to? Um, They're one and no, two. Don't get me wrong. The the blowout loss to the Bills was rough to watch. I don't know that it wasn't expected. Um, we have a lot of problems, and we know that. And we're working through things. You know, Kenny Pickett's first start. The Bills are the Bills. Um, it didn't make it any less horrible to watch. Uh, but as far as actually breaking down the game, the first thing, I mean, I, I said it a few weeks ago, I'm already to the point that honestly, I don't really care about the outcome of this season. Um, I'm looking long-term right now. I want to see what Pickett's going to do. And I'll be honest, he's one of two players that I feel showed up in that game against the bills. Um, in my opinion, him and Cam Hayward are the only two guys that were just doing everything in their power to win that game. Um, so as far as Kenny goes, I love him because he has a confidence. He has a smile on his face. I mean, he tried to fight a linebacker. Um, <laughs> he's got a fire that, that we were missing. This team still looks different with him behind the center. Um, and I think the, the picket to Pickens connection is going to be a big deal for the next few years. So I'm really, really excited about Kenny. Um, like I said, Cam Hayward, he's a monster. I love him. He's he's the heart and soul of that defense. From there, <laughs> nothing looks that great. Um, I still think, I said it before, I think there's something wrong with Najee Harris. He just looks terrible. His vision is gone. Um, he runs high. He did it a little bit at Alabama. It's always kind of bothered me. Um, he runs upright but he will not commit to a hole and go. Honestly, at this point, the backup Jalen Warren, he's a, he's a, he's a little monster, man. He'll, he'll cut, hit a hole and just do what he can. And it's working better. I would rather him start at this point. And I never thought I'd ever say that. Yeah. It's um, been very curious. So it, I don't it, get it. I don't know what's going on. Is he showing up on the, the injury reports or anything? Not since his ankle at the very beginning of the year. Yeah, and that's. I mean, they, what's it's been hinted me. that he's still, still limping that along, but I don't know. I really, I'm not throwing the bust, you know, category out there. A lot of people already are. I just feel like there's something going on there. I think there's something wrong. Um, I guess moving on from there, Canada is still driving me nuts. Um, yeah. Play calling there were so many of those drives where Kenny had us driving. I mean, especially early in the game, things looked great. Um, and then he literally did everything he could to make it as hard as you possibly can on a rookie quarterback. Yep. 
I, I just, I don't know, I don't know what else to say about him other than we need somebody else if he's not going to adjust. Because he doesn't. I feel like he goes into with the game plan, and no matter what happens, he calls the same plays. And you can't do that as an offensive coordinator. Um, the other the other aspect of our team is TJ's out, and he actually just had to do a knee scope also, so it's probably going to push him out another week or two. Um, That's not good news, but... No, and I, I don't understand why that wasn't done prior um, yeah. while he was already out. I don't understand that timeline. I'm probably not in the know there, obviously. Um, but I really cannot wait for him to come back because he's another. I mean, it's like Kenny coming in in that last game, how it had that spark. I mean, TJ's that for the defense. Um, it's obviously a lot easier to win when you have him terrorizing offenses. But it's also frustrating because we have the highest paid defense in the league. And yep. whether TJ's there or not, I I need you guys to show up. So um, I know that the locker room was pretty heated after the game. Um, obviously losing, you know, that bad in a game is going to piss you off. But uh, the veteran leadership definitely was tearing into players. Um, whether, I mean, I like that out of my veterans. I want to see that after a bad game. So I'm really hoping that we can turn something around, but I think it might be a pretty rough year, uh, potentially Tomlin's first losing season. Um, but I will contribute a large majority of that to our play calling. I cannot get past what the hell we're doing. Uh, what what week do you guys have your bye? Oh, man, it's seven or nine. I can't remember which one. And the reason um, I ask is because I feel like that would be a, a natural spot to make a change <laughs> at, at play yeah. color. And the, the at thing this that's point, like... to me, he – and I, I put a note in here, but I couldn't find the article that I read earlier today. Uh, and I, it was referencing a player that missed at least part of training camp, and they asked when he's going to bring him back into the offensive game plan. He said, I don't know if he's going to make it back into the game plan because he missed so much time. Was it, was it Calvin Austin, a wide it receiver? I, I really, yeah, it was a yeah, wide receiver. He's supposed, to be, he's supposed to be back, and he's been asked this before, and he has absolutely no response, and that is yeah, not so okay. There were so many fans just – I mean, I, I know the fans are reactionary, and obviously seeing For a sure. four start is not something that they're used to. No. Um, but <laughs> this is bad. I mean, it's – Well, and it, it's like the whole George Pickens thing. The guy's a monster, and we know it. He's already showing it. We barely run anything to him. Um, I, I just – I don't know what we're doing. Um and that we finally started to throw over the middle of the field a little bit. Unfortunately, Briarmouth went out with concussion protocol, so we'll see where he's at by Sunday. But um, I don't know, man. I I, I back Tomlin one hundred and fifty percent, but it something needs to happen. Give that guy the boot and let literally anyone else call plays. Let Kenny call plays. I don't even care. <laughs> I mean. Why not? Two minute drill all the time. Just get <laughs> yeah, just literally. Let's let's go old school. You know, Peyton Manning, hurry up offense for four quarters. Yep. Um, I just, it's very frustrating because it's literally just trying to push a square, um, you know, through a triangle hole, and it's 
he doesn't he doesn't adjust it never adjusts it's i mean when we're down we can't craig bowl this thing and go one run two run and throw on third and long and hope it's going to stick every time and that's all we do um i don't know it's not all doom and gloom honestly i i went i left that bills game optimistic because there's something there with kenny um (laughs) There is, man. There really is. No, I'm not laughing at you saying that. I'm just laughing that you would be able to take something positive out of thir- what was it, 38 to three? Dude, I'm a Pirates fan, <laughs> so um, silver lining is kind of where I reside. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's true though. I mean, we're not going to take the division this year. Maybe. No. I mean, everybody else is playing terrible too. But um, we're probably not going to take division. It's a long shot, probably for the playoffs. I mean, I hate to do that already. Uh, at this point, I want to see what, you know, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, uh, even like, Ch- you know, Chase Claypool. Are you going to show up like your rookie season? Are you going to get back to that ever? Um, there's the so many thing things is, like that that I care more about. You guys are one and four. We're also one and four. And I just the similarities still... just keep stacking. <laughs> yes. But at the same time, I'm like. We still have a chance to make the playoffs. We still do. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, you're at that point. Well, so I think here's, I here's think the problem, though. The, the the problem is, is we had teams like, so the section of your schedule that's coming up for you, that you're hoping you win all those. We've already had some of those. Yes. And we did not. <laughs> yes. So this is, a, is, this, is, this is a little different. I didn't think they would make the move to Kenny Pickett when they did because of this stretch of the schedule. I mean, yeah. he came in half. What was the who, who were they playing that first game that he came in at half? I don't even remember. Oh man, who was that it against? Was just last week, right? Just last week. Cincinnati. Why is my brain the Jets? Jets, that's who it was. So yeah, they're obviously we, not a We actually went team. up. No. But coming in against the Bills for his first start, number one defense from last year, pretty good defense yep. again this year. And honestly, his play was not terrible. And that's, yeah. like I said, I'm I'm looking for that kind of stuff right now because I want to know what the next 10 years are going to be like. And I'm hoping, obviously, that they're, that they're better than right now. Um, I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> I think we got a rude awakening if we just continue down the path we're on right now. I don't care who's behind center. You could give me a cloned uh you know baby face dan marino and i don't think it's gonna matter um when you're when you're doing this stuff it just i don't know canada's gotta go i blame canada (laughs) so Uh, that that's all i have on here for football i did just want to mention we are in the midst of the mlb playoffs um been a lot of good games i don't know if you've watched any of them Really good um, games. I know you've been busy with the baby and all, but um, yes, sir. So far, you got Philadelphia and Atlanta. They're tied one to one in the in their series. Dodgers and Padres are tied one to one. Seattle, for some reason, keeps pitching to Jordan Alvarez. They were up. Shoot, I don't even remember. It was. They were Doesn't up matter. Five to He's seven. just gonna hit a boomer every time. They were up. They were up five to seven and decided to throw to Jordan. 
with Robbie Ray, who's a starter, hasn't been in, hasn't been a reliever in I think eight years or something stupid like that. They decide to bring him in because they have no lefties in their bullpen for the left-on-left matchup. Instead of just walking Alvarez and letting their closer continue to pitch, they he Robbie Ray tubes one and Call. Jordan Alvarez hits a three-run bomb, walks it off, uh, and then he hit another go-ahead two-run home run today in the game. So. Seattle is really shooting themselves in the foot by pitching to this guy. I mean, if you look at his, uh, if you look at his advanced stats for batting this year, he's in the 99th percentile for almost every category. That's yep. uh, barrel rate. Um, Quit pitching to this guy. Hit velocity. <laughs> basically, everything that you can qualify a, a stat to, he's towards the top 75% or higher, mostly in the 99th percentile. So. Pitching to this guy is not a good idea, and I think maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe the Mariners have figured that out now. I don't I don't know. I mean, it, it literally might take them getting eliminated by pitching to him for them to figure it out. But I think I, I don't want to be this guy, but I think Seattle is like the cliche. We haven't been here in so long. It doesn't even matter how anything else goes. We made it, and like they've already celebrated and they've checked out. Um, and I don't want to say that because they've played well, like they've yeah. been in the games. Um, I'm just like, literally do anything other than what you did. <laughs> yep. And you won that game. Both just, of it's them. frustrating. I mean, yeah. the, the lead wasn't as secured in that second game. They were only up no. two one, but they end up losing four to two. And obviously those two runs. But there's literally the only two. There's only two teams in the entire playoffs that I don't want to win. And that's one of them. So, yep. Is Atlanta I mean, the other one? No, I don't have any problem against okay. Atlanta. They can put up 20 on us regularly. I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, I just, as long as it's not the Dodgers, the Astros, I don't care. I okay. mean, more power to anybody else. Well, um, and that's who I picked to be on both sides. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, well, fair enough. I just don't want it to happen. Philadelphia has been surprising to me. That's, and and I don't want to go for Philly. I don't, but like well, I don't think you have to worry about it's, it because it's fun to watch them. I think the Braves are going to take care of it now. I think that first game was kind of a wake up call to the Braves, like, oh, okay, they're for real. And and now I think it's yeah. about to get serious. So well, the we'll Braves see. are nasty, man. That's a that's a rough team to play. So I'm really pulling hard for the Padres because of Bob Melvin. Um, Fair enough. Well, they're a fun team to root for, too. Oh, yeah. And I really wanted it to be Mets or Padres just because they both have a bunch of former A's on their teams. Um, But The Mets are such a letdown. (laughs) My God. What happened? All right, I'm done. Uh, (laughs) And I think, let's see. Yeah, my dad said, talk about Alvarez, which we just did. Uh, And then he said... McDaniels is a terrible play caller. Two-point conversion should only be used <laughs> when it's last play to give you a win, which I agree with. I would have. I'll make you a deal. I will trade you right now. I'll bring him in as my offensive coordinator, and you can have Canada. No, hard pass. Because <laughs> that it. would make that would make Canada our head coach, and then we couldn't get exactly. Rid of him. Maybe he's good. I don't know. I I, I haven't seen. It's a mystery. All right. Well, with that being said, it looks like you've nope, got... I got one last thing. Chow. Oh, okay, good. 
I was super pumped tonight. Uh, season opener for the Penguins. Um, the season actually opened, I think, on the seventh with your boys um, losing international game. Yeah. Sorry about that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a good game. But um, home opener, we played the Coyotes, which I mean they're they're a bottom team, um, so it's it's kind of expected. But the way that they came out was wonderful. We were up three zero in the first period. Um, ended up winning six to two, but the the trifecta of uh, Sid, Gino, and um, Chris Letang played lights out, and then uh, Jason Zucker. He's a guy that struggled last year with injuries really bad, so it was really awesome seeing him get a goal first game of the season. And then same thing with Kasperi Kapanen. Um, two years ago, he came in late in the season with us and played just absolutely wonderful, and he slumped a bit last year. Um, but he came in and got a goal as well. So, I mean, between the, between the big three, I think they had seven points, uh, you know, I mean, bunch of goals, bunch of assists. That's uh, what we like to see, man. I am so pumped. I absolutely love hockey season. Um, it's just, there's nothing like it. I'm telling you, if you don't watch hockey, give it a shot, get learned up on the game a little bit and just, just try to sit through a game um, fast paced and fun. Yep, I'm excited to to get into it a little more this season. Although I'll probably still wait towards the end. I don't think my sharks are going to be that competitive. So uh, I did have a couple notes that just came in. Um, apparently, Deshaun Watson is facing a new accuser, so that's cool. Oh, I was going to bring that up. Thirtieth. And, <laughs> and then uh, the Commanders versus Bears just finished up. Looks like the Commanders won on a goal line stand. Bears should have kicked three field goals and they would have won the game. And instead they just kept going for it and didn't score touchdowns. So, um, okay. I got, I got to say one thing real quick about these primetime games. They're off. Someone needs fired. Yeah. Someone needs to lose their job. I, I really think I Thursday nights need them. to go away except on like Thanksgiving. I agree. Because well, I don't think especially it gives with- the teams – Go ahead. I was just going to say, especially if Amazon's feed's going to be the garbage that we're getting. Um, I can't see. I mean, it's pixelated. I would say at least half the game. I mean, you can't even see the football. Um, I, I don't know what uh, the issue is, but. I think it might be your your internet. It's not my internet. It's uh, at my at my in-laws. And okay. it's literally everywhere. Um, I'm gonna there's say, something mine works wrong with fine, that except beat. it's always like the audio is always like either delayed or ahead of the video and yeah it's not clean nice. but there's something wrong but i agree i think the short week is messing people up yeah it's it doesn't give the time the teams enough time to prepare doesn't give the, the guys enough time to recover from the previous games yeah. uh i think so I think the only way that it would really work is if you play these Thursday night games after a bye week for the teams. That way they have the yeah. extra time to recover. Or it has to be – or you have to – well, because that wouldn't work either. Never mind. I was going to say you'd have to do it somewhere around a Monday night game too to give extra time, but the two teams aren't going to play each other, so that doesn't work. Yeah. So I don't it's, know. They definitely need to go back to the drawing board because these games are always awful. Seems like injuries are always up in the games. Um, and just listening to former players talk about it, they say 
Man, it would take me sometimes till literally Saturday to start feeling better from the previous week. And where they're going on Thursdays, these guys are going in banged up. You have a lot of guys missing games that probably wouldn't if the games were played on Sundays. Uh, just It's just a, an inferior product, and it's crazy to me. Just a money that, grab. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's all it is. The NFL wants more money, and yeah, people are watching games. it. So I guess it, it's working out for them for that, but... Um, I mean, for, for tonight's game, I, I was, I've been out of it, obviously, um, you know, with Jack here at the house and I haven't been paying as much attention, but I looked up earlier who was playing and I was like, God, I don't even want to watch that game. Yep. I checked in on it in the third quarter and Washington was up three to zero. And I was just, I just can't, it's horrible. All right. I'm done. I'm done beating up the primetime games. No, and last week we had Broncos. Oh, that Denver and game was Indianapolis. And Colts. And then guess who's on Monday Night Football this week? I and know. Denver, Denver Once Broncos. Once again. So, yeah. At, at least the Chargers are there, so the, you're guaranteed to have some kind of clown show going on just because of all the crap <laughs> they do. Probably score some points, oh, though, and then you'll have the Broncos yeah. that can't score points, so... I would guess the Chargers are going to win pretty handily, but oh, I guess it's we'll what see. I picked. But I also, yeah, whatever. They've let me All down right. this season. Well, with that being said, I think that that's where we're going to call it. I don't know. I wanted to do one again um, this weekend for the, but Wyoming doesn't have a game, so we don't have that to look forward to. My Raiders are not playing this week, so guaranteed not to lose for once this week. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll probably get you guys again early next week and and as always if you guys have any feedback comments we're going to put that on the teasers for the episodes that we put out uh just leave those in there and we'll, we'll address it on the next one um anything else you wanted to add i think that's probably it no nope, right. i think that's it okay thanks for tuning in guys we'll catch you on the next one